0: Hi everybody, it's me, KTS. This week's episode of All My Carnist is brought to you by Dairyland, the world's premier bovine theme park. An educational roller coaster ride with fun for the whole family, as you can experience firsthand the joyous lives of Dairyland cows. With their completely immersive experience, Dairyland has something for everyone. Drink straight from the tea as if you were actually a calf who required cow milk to survive. Partake in the theft of a newly born calf from her mother and experience their combined anguish as they're ripped apart from each other. Don't forget to check out their top attraction, The Inseminator of Terror, an action-packed virtual experience that takes you deep inside a cow's uterus to show you the finer points of the violation of her body that occurs with no end for her entire life. And finally need a break from those pesky kids for some adult time? Then drop them off with their wonderful staff at It's a Small Crate, where they can experience life as a male calf being prepared to be commodified into veal. If you're the type of family that needs a little masochism in their lives to uh, relax and unwind, then look no further than Dairyland, the most miserable place on earth. This week on All My Carnest, it's utter misery for all the cows subjected to a life of hell commodified as milk machines as we examine all that makes the dairy industry a breeding ground for the perpetual persecution of our fellow Earthlings, all, just, all justified under the fallacy that they're just some dumb animal, a reasoning that does not validate the exhaustive and invasive lives that these animals are shackled to, all at the behest of their human captors. Welcome to the show. I'm KTS.
1: And I am Rachel the Tofu Wizard.
2: I'm Sean TVG, suburban white kid with Wu Tang t-shirt. You're wearing a plain white t-shirt right now. Yeah, I do have a Wu Tang shirt though. Okay, but
0: that's not what you're wearing right now. No, all I said was that all I
2: said was I have one. Stop lying to our audience, Sean. I'm not. not I do have one. You're like you're being the dairy industry right now. I'm not being the the dairy industry. If you actually go to my YouTube channel, there's actually videos of me wearing it while I'm talking about it. But are you? And that was one of the jokes was was that I was. It's a room white kid wearing a wu shirt. Come
1: on, kids. Enough. N- come on, kids. Back to the show.
2: Not wearing it right now. I can't continue. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't change the fact that I have one. Sean, you know. Do you know how much what, you lie on this show? Do you want to start pointing this out, Mr.? <laughs>
0: what do I lie
2: about? Uh, there's so much shit we let you get away with.
1: What do I lie about? Look, uh, stop squabbling or you're both gonna get bulked.
0: You know what? It's like my grandma always said. It's important to carry a fanny pack full of wet naps when you're running naked through the woods. Your grandma never said that. <laughs>
2: my grandma said that, dude. You don't know my grandma. The <laughs> your grandma way. never said that. My grandma definitely Your grandma was that. a sweet old Italian lady who made delicious pastas.
0: That was my grandfather. He made the pastas. But, you
2: but he know learned grandma.
0: from your grandma. But I have two grandmas, and one of them was Russian. Well, the Russian one was just yelling about potatoes and vodka and shit. And fanny packs and wet naps and running naked in the woods. Mm-hmm all work. right before before the wizard declare oh i apologize uh before we go any further i know we're talking about dairy but we're also celebrating the wizard's birthday
1: thank you happy birthday thank
2: you how, i had a did, wonderful day what did, yeah. yeah and you have to end what does a wizard do with me like, and what KTS. kind of spells yes. do we
0: cast on our birthdays
1: Ah, well, I could get in trouble with the authorities if I went into full detail. Just let's say I had a bit of um enhanced fun safely at home with Heidi. Heidi was in charge and uh had s- some lovely food, and you know i let I let the food tell me what it wants to become. I just like have a lot of plants, I cast a spell on them, and so that they come alive and they say. I had a lovely eggplant. He said, look, I want you to fry me with some lovely spices. Just go crazy, mix a whole lot, and had a delicious meal. It was a great birthday.
0: I think Wizards got it figured
1: out. (laughs) Oh, and everyone's probably heard my news already, but my partner and I have decided to adopt some uh, rescue rats. So I'm very excited to be becoming a rat mother for the first time. And I very hope that they get along with Heidi. <laughs> I know she's a very good cat and uh, is pretty gentle, so I'm pretty sure they'll be safe. But, you know, could be interesting. Rats are anticipate too. lots of great photos coming up. Just,
0: just keep them away from the ewes, okay? And keep them out of oh, the what? sewers. All right, and the <laughs> yes. raising young teenage mutant ninja turtle.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, what what is that, na- that rat's name? That could be a... Good Good name. Splinter. One
0: of them. Splinter. Yeah. Splinter anyway. is a wonderful name for rat. Alright, let's We could talk about rats all day, but we should probably talk about cows yeah. because that's always fun. We can feed the cowards to the rat.
1: Yes. Okay, so well, coward of the week. This week that we are discussing the cows. Uh big mike? I found this post of someone who's just sharing their lovely vegan meal with some uh, garlic, broccoli, and spinach, nice corn, some homemade mashed potatoes and gravy, and a lovely piece of cauliflower steak. Yeah, looks like a delicious meal. And this person just wants to go and quote tweet this person's meal and says, So you made broiled smashed cauliflower? Okay. Thumbs up. You know, I'm sure we all had these kind of comments where it's just, you just sit in there, eat your food. You just want to share it with your friends, be like, hey, look, I made some nice food. You just describe it in the best way that it describes it. Cauliflower steak. Steak is just a cut. We're not saying that we're trying to make the cauliflower taste like a steak. Just saying it's a slab of cauliflower. Tastes pretty good. And then some carnist just wants to come out and over and just ruin your day. For no reason whatsoever. And for that, I call them coward of the week.
0: Yeah, they're definitely a coward because what they're trying to do is feel better about their poor life choices of murdering animals.
1: Yep, they want to just needlessly bully and pick on people for what they eat so that they feel like they've got some reason to not uh, question what they are eating or, more specifically, who they are eating.
2: Plus matched cauliflower's dope. What's your fucking problem, homie?
1: Yeah. I mean, cauliflower and almost any form is just amazing. You had cauliflower wings? Yes. we both going to try making them first.
2: We have both that cauliflower life. Step yeah. off. Uh, while, uh, while we fictitiously wear our Wu-Tang shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I never said I was wearing it. I said I had one. Are you, are you, oh my god, Matt. You know how, you know how, like, your biggest fear is dying by fire? (laughs) That's how I'm going to kill you. Fire
0: is my biggest fear. (laughs) It's it's good. It's on the fucking air right now. You heard it. The vegan grind, Sean. Everybody's second favorite Canadian vegan who really loves Vermont maple syrup. First off, I'm like the 10th favorite vegan Canadian. We'll get to that in a second. wants to burn (laughs) me alive. Obviously with fire. It's not uh, that I want to. Wait, there's it's only that two I have Canadian to.
2: vegans in the world, I thought. You and Spencer. It's, it's, not that I, it's not that I want to burn you with fire. It's that I have to. You
0: have to? That sounds like something you need to go talk to somebody about and stay very far away from me from. Stay very far <laughs> away from me. From? <laughs> yeah. You cut
2: out there, so I have no idea what you said. <laughs> so just stay away from me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I'm going to kill you with fire. Pyrokinesis, too. I won't even be in the same room. Oh, great. You'll just, you'll just feel like a warm, burning sensation in your stomach one day and burst into flames. You're going to make it look like spontaneous combustion?
1: Oh, that's humane, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Drew, Drew Barrymore did it <laughs> a bunch to people in Firestarter when she was a kid, so obviously. Oh, yeah. That's a movie, Sean. <laughs> that's the joke, KTS. Oh, all right. Let's let's talk about a vegan that's better than me. Uh, we're gonna talk about two vegans that are better than us. Two? Oh, and us? I'm not alone in this. No, we're just the fucking bottom of the barrel of the vegans. (laughs) You and I, way to way to way to lift our self esteem. You and I were just fucking scrape. We're the lobsters of the vegans. (laughs) What does that even mean? Lobsters are bottom feeders, right? (laughs) And you say <laughs> thanks, Sean. I love. <laughs> lobsters are awesome. We got fucking claws. Though. But we get to, we get to live for like ever. Lobsters live like fucking four hundred if we don't catch them and boil them alive.
1: And uh, what's wrong with bottom feeders? Let's not kick shape
2: here. <laughs> all right, let's, let's <laughs> all right. Let's let's stop fucking being self fucking deprecating, and let's let's give a shine. To another vegan podcast. The Behind the Tofu podcast. They are just released their second episode. And we think you guys should really go check them out. They're both great people. You can follow them. What's the name of the show? I just said Behind the Tofu. Oh, you said the name of the show. Wow, I blanked out there for a second. So go check them out. Behind the Tofu. Maybe my mic cut out and you didn't hear it. Who knows? I'm going to blame it on... Me it, and not it's fucking. Technology. It's fucking spooky season, man. You might be fucking possessed fucking laptop internet. Anyway, Behind the Tofu. Uh, <laughs> follow the map, Behind the Tofu. uh base and bolts. And what was the other at? Hold on, let me pull that up. Twitter.
1: Generally done?
2: Is it generally done?
1: I think so.
2: Yeah, at generally, at generally done. Yeah, Rachel saved the day. So follow... Follow their podcast. Give it a listen. They just released their second episode and give them a follow at, uh, sorry, it's Bolton and Bombers and Generally Done. Seth, I'm sorry, man, I messed up your at. Bolton and Bombers and at Generally Done. Follow both of them. Follow their podcast. Oh, it's so this is namespace and beans. That's why I find it. I'm getting contagious in my old age, guys. You're falling apart, ornery. Sean. You're falling apart. Oh, the sun's down, man. I'm, I'm getting ornery. The sun's down. It's the spooky season, like you said. You know, blah,
0: ha, ha, ha ha Anyways, speaking of really scary shit, uh, we're talking about the
2: dairy industry today. Um, uh, so that should we do the should we do that first, or should we do the segment that was pre-recorded?
0: No, I put the I put the segment down before we talk about the children. Okay, and then what about ask the fuckheads? We're gonna. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Look at me just getting ahead of myself. All right, just cut all that out. We're, gonna,
2: no, we're leaving everything in. No edits this we're week. We're leaving everything out, No
0: edits. Well, at least edit out the pauses. No, the long, delayed pauses. Uh, yeah. You got to edit some of it.
2: Yeah, but some of them you got to leave in for effect, right? Like...
0: Yeah. but You
2: don't need to leave that in. So, Jason like that. or Jargon at Jargon Knot, what is bioavailability and why is it important? So, basically, bioavailability is the efficiency of something and it was normally used to explain drugs. Like if you took a drug intravenously, 100% of the drug would be circulated through your system. Whereas if you took it orally, only 75% of the drug would be circulated through your system or 50%. Uh, When it comes to nutrition, what that means is the amount of the nutrient your body is able to absorb. But it's kind of all over the place because it's not it's actually absorbed and available for use for, or storage um but it it's, it varies from individual to individual uh what sort of enzymes or what not is in their stomach their biological makeup like what their ancestors basically evolved to eat and that's what bioavailability is
1: thank god you answered that cuz i was oh like, yeah uh, i've got no fucking clue <laughs> I mean, I hear it a lot, and I could use it in a sentence, but beyond that, like.
0: (laughs) I can say it and pronounce it. Um, But before Sean stole my thunder, I just want you all to know I was going to say exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. That was one of the the times we were on the same page. Yeah. (laughs) And I have not been lit on fire. Okay. All right. All right. Because I've been pronouncing his name wrong for, like, fucking since we started the podcast. How do you say Jack's last name? No, we're we we're, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep saying Jack Braders? Yeah, it's Jack Braders. Okay, how are you supposed to really pronounce it though? I'm thinking it's Bradders. Bradders. Jack Bradders. Bradders. Okay, so this this Bradders. comes from Jack Bradders. So oh, you'll always be Jack Braders in my heart. <laughs> Would you rather? It is cold, icy maple syrup. Either. Would you rather have no elbows or have no knees? <sighs>
0: So, they're just your arms are straight or your legs are straight, yeah, correct? Basically. Is that how I'm understanding Yeah, this? I'm going
2: with no knees. Yeah, days. yeah, I feel like that's how I walk after a leg day anyway. So, like, I'm already <laughs> walking like that at least 30% of the time.
0: Yeah, but there'll be no more leg day, and eventually your legs are going to atrophy. Like, but some part of your body is going to
2: atrophy. Here's the thing. Move here's the thing. Yes, some muscles will atrophy. But the other muscles that will be used to propel myself forward in the stiff leg motion where like, it's kind of like, like, like a goose step, but we'd have to like make it subtle so people don't think you're a Nazi. You'd have to like do something like that, but those muscles would still be there and you can still walk around. It wouldn't matter. I mean, I mean, you're, you're really numbering the number of sex sex positions you can use. Though. Not really, man.
0: I mean, you'd have to get real creative. <laughs> It'd be a lot easier without, you know, elbows. I
1: I, I feel for me, not having knees doesn't isn't so much of a problem. Are you by sex life? It's not having elbows that could could have more issues.
2: Yeah, like I'm. I'm with Rachel. You definitely, you definitely, especially on a bed, you're using your elbows a lot more than you would. (laughs) You. Yeah. Like, like you're just gonna like be in missionary with your hands stiff the whole time.
1: with no elbows imagine giving a hair job without an elbow That'd be, no I imagine <laughs>
2: Come on. I, you're imagine, imagine you're doing doggy style and you have no elbows and you're like trying to pull her hair but you can't cause there's, you're like just wiggling your wrist around like that she's calling you a bitch
1: Wait, oh, even masturbating oh nah no, fuck that Yeah. no I, I don't need to walk I need to be able to tweet and masturbate, and you know that's about it. Well, I
0: think you could tweet with no elbows, though. You'd just be very far away every time you uh, tweeted. Yeah, I well, would
1: be able to read my phone. I've also got bad eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, that's fine. The elbows, <laughs> the elbows. We're keeping the elbows. We're keeping. The I elbows. mean, we
2: all don't have to have the same answer, but it's just like.
0: No, you've convinced me why okay. I need elbows.
2: All right. Are you ready for a fucking second question from Commander Jack?
0: I mean, that was the most vegan yes. question ever. I don't know if I can <laughs> eat that. Probably shouldn't have started with that one.
2: What is the lamest reason you've heard not to go vegan? Stupidage challenge against veganism. <sighs> I once got told oh,
1: that's so hard. I couldn't
2: watch football. Parentheses, soccer, and parentheses. That's for us North Americans there. Football <laughs> anymore because the balls are made from leather. They're not. I mean, that's that's like that's like people who, who think like footballs are still made of pig skin, right? Uh, well, our footballs are made of cowhide. Are they still made of cowhides? Yes. In the NFL, they do use. Well, that's terrible. Cows. You guys are fucking terrible people.
0: They are. I think that's like a thousand cows died. To make football. Make a season's worth of
2: football. Oh, I thought you were saying a thousand cows died to make one football. I was like. What are we doing? They clearly don't know what they're doing. Then <laughs> they're just like taking like one patch off each cow. I shouldn't laugh; it's not that funny. But like, it's the incompetence. We're not we're laughing at the incompetence of the people who need to use animals, not at the animal suffering. Yeah, it's sad that the animals suffer for a fucking game. So, what's the lamest excuse you guys heard?
1: Um, I, I'm sure I've heard worse, but the one that sprung to mind immediately was someone who was just convinced that the vegan diet wouldn't work for them because they tried eating just straight chips for three days and felt really tired. And they're like, "No, no, I just need meat." <laughs> and I'm, I just lost my cool with them. <laughs> need like, to stop being lazy. Come on. <laughs>
0: I mean, in in regards to Jack's response, like how he answered the question, I would say I had somebody tell me once that I couldn't drive my car, not just because of the leather interior that it may have had, um, but also keep in mind I had my car before, like that car before I was vegan. Yeah. Um, but it's also a car, and also the fact that they use animal fat in the production of steel for cars
2: as like a lubricant. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, even fucking. Our money has tallow in it. Like you're. You're going to have to repeat that. Even like money has tallow in it. Like mm. like yeah. your bills have have tallow. Like you're, you're, you're Being vegan isn't about being 100% perfect. It's about doing the best you can every day. Getting a little better.
1: Exactly.
2: Every day. Okay.
1: There's a very good reason they included that as possible and practicable in the definition. Yeah. Like exactly for that. Do what you can. Right, buying, like, a car with leather interior.
0: Like, not leather interior, but, like, I think the steering wheel (coughs) has leather around it, I'm pretty sure. Like, my seats are cloth, but I'm pretty sure, like, even the steering wheel wouldn't be considered vegan. Like, I'm not buying the car because it has a leather steering wheel. I'm buying the car because I need a fucking car, and every car is like that except for, like, a very few, I think. Mm. I know Tesla has an all-vegan car, or might, but, like, fuck Tesla at the same time because... They're just a bunch of fucking colonizers, anyways, or at least fucking. What the fuck? I can't. I almost called him L. Ron Hubbard. Elon. Elon Musk. Musk. And he's he's fuck. not going to get the vaccine for COVID. He's not. He's a fucking weirdo. Fuck him. Oh man.
2: And I. But everybody thinks he's a fucking. Genius. I think. He's I not. think the worst argument I I hear is, I can't go vegan because I'm a man. Like the whole, I'm so insecure in my masculinity. I have to eat a dead animal in order to feel like I have a penis is the fucking weirdest shit ever. And you hear it so often. And I hear it from people who aren't even like manly men. And I mean, I'm not, yeah. no, there's nothing against people who don't act as per specific gender norms. But I mean, if that's the one thing you're holding on to to try to prove your masculinity, I mean, that's kind of sad. Learn how to like, whittle. Like,
0: let's also let's let's also like look at it from like a uh anthropological perspective right like so ancient humans hunter gatherers right primarily gatherers sometimes hunter depending on you know the necessity to survive which is not necessary now when you have a grocery store like um understood their place in the world they were like the they were far more dexterous than us modern humans uh There's actually proof that our brains have shrunk. Like, we're not as smart as, like, fucking ancient humans. Like, they may not understand the concept
2: of physics. I don't think that's true. There's been a steady increase of, like, IQs within, like, the last... I'm just saying they're, like... If not from... I mean, when you, yeah, you gauge
0: intelligence in that sense. But, like, if... I'm talking, like, if we put an ancient human, like, fucking hunter yeah right up against fucking any ufc fighter and trained him he's more dexterous. he's faster he's fucking quicker i kind of yeah, already said that sorry but i oh. don't I, he'll just beat the fuck i, out of I, I, him, I don't
2: right? think they're smarter though that's my point You said smarter i think, in I way- think that,
1: well i think the issue is whether you include if intelligence is just the ability to do abstract thought what I mean, no that's humans- not- Humans are biased in thinking of intelligence as just how good you are at abstract thought and pattern recognition, hence why IQ is yeah. increasing. I'd say we're definitely increasing in, in that ability, but whether that means we're actually truly more intelligent in a sense of our specialization compared to someone of, you know, many thousands of years ago, I think. Right. I think you're they basically were... arguing the same thing. Like, it's, yeah, they uh... both can be true.
0: Yeah, my point is, like, just if you look at how they're in tune with the world around them, like, they understood their place mm. in the world where we have this false sense of, you know, like, like I said, the yep. being this false sense of that, you know, we're the top <laughs> of the food chain.
1: Um, like, we could kick their ass at calculus, no doubt about it.
0: <laughs> but the funny thing is, is that <laughs> but, given enough time, they could, they could possibly catch up to us. And learn calculus. They have the cognitive abilities
2: to understand calculus. So But this and, is this is my argument. I don't it. think so. I think different yeah, parts of their that, brain swear
1: I think different agree. parts
2: of their brain might have been better developed for their situation, but I don't think the parts of their brain, as Rachel was saying, for abstract thought and figuring things out in the way that we figure puzzles and mathematics and stuff out those oh, are not developed it. no man no way 100% no way no yeah. you're no yeah, man. man this is just like this was just like when you thought that energy is dissipating we had explained to you that energy cannot be destroyed or created it's always at a constant i said there was a <laughs>
1: energy. yeah no like i i think our brains would have like objectively evolved no i'm just saying
0: abstract given, thought. given the time they no, could, no, but no, that would be calculus. like, say, you could give it the no, time. You, that could, you we could, could not, be you could not fit.
1: Which, like, we have evolved to be better. Yeah,
2: at, if if you mean given the time, you mean ability, like generational? No,
0: like I think, like you could sit down with somebody and like if they ha- if they had the ability to understand English. So you met somebody who you know, like, lived back then and understands English. And you sat down and explained physics to them and how it works. They
2: could perceive it and understand it. If they could, if but they if they could. could understand English at that point,
1: I'm not disagree with you're,
2: that. You're not you're not talking about someone. I'm you're not giving, talking about an evolution behind us. You're talking about we're it's someone in the same evolutionary chain as us. Because once, once right, but I'm talking about the people that were more in tune with the world
0: around them and actually had to survive in it instead of like running to the grocery store like. Shit like no but that. i I would argue
1: that there's a trade off between the abstract thought as an intelligence versus survival and environment and intelligence, and as humans, we have specialized over time to put more of our resources into abstract thought because that has helped us most with environment, and so by extension, you know they would probably be less capable at abstract thought and hence would be not as good at an oh. IQ test as us. Oh, yeah. But they, they could probably th- still understand those concepts given enough time. But, you know, we would have the advantage just like they would have advantage in strength and fighting and all things that are just as equally valid as intelligence and in a
0: right. logical but I guess, world. But I guess my original point like, <laughs> is that, like, the idea of, like, manliness. Like, if you put put up, like, a fucking ancient human against, like, even a UFC fighter, I'm, giving, I'm betting on the fucking ancient fucking human being.
1: 100 oh, like, <laughs>
0: percent. Like that motherfucker's quicker. He's stronger. Yeah. he he's more intelligent in the sense of fighting. Like,
2: yeah, He does exactly. it for a fucking living. This is that's this light. is the only thing where it depends, though. Like, are you, are they going to be in MMA rules, or is it just going to be a full out no bar fight? It's no. Holds, yeah, no holds barred. One hundred percent. I agree hungry, with you. Fucking,
0: uh, yeah, but they could learn fighting skills. That'd be something easy to learn. That's something that human beings have been learning for.
2: Yeah, and that's that, that's why I'd, uh, I'd argue back. in like a sanctioned, ruled battle that there'd be some fighters that from us that would be better because we have developed those techniques further. You're right. I mean, yeah. we could go on for this for hours. I mean, yeah. like if yeah. if, we yeah. Stuck, yeah. if we stuck if we stuck, Enzo Gracie in a fight with like Brock Lesnar, I'd say Brock Lesnar would win. Yeah, but anybody's got a chance. I mean, at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. Is that our last question? Yeah, we only got three this week. <laughs> oh, we, we That's asked. a good thing we, we extended that discussion. argument.
0: Yeah. We did a good job. Go us. Fucking rambling uh-huh. onto a tangent. That makes me sound like... It. All right, so we're talking about fucking the dairy industry today. Um it's a globalized machine that fucking commodifies millions of sentient beings across the world. And I think if you especially just looking at America um, and kind of how it became so powerful here, if we go back back to a time when America, you know, openly didn't support fascists, um, world war two is really when we saw the boom of the dairy industry here. And really, the main reason that it comes to exist is because they need a way to fight malnourishment uh, for soldiers, uh, and they want to start using something that has a longer shelf life um, and they want to utilize things like evaporated milk. Um, but unfortunately, even back then, capitalism reigned supreme, and patriotism isn't as profitable or patriotism yeah patriotism doesn't mean as much as profit. Um, So a lot of these dairy farmers refuse because there's not the demand at home for them to increase their supply. So the good old U.S. federal government needs a plan. And that plan is to kind of inject dairy into, like, the school system through the lunch program. And then, boom, that's really when you see the first rise of the dairy industry until it gets to the scale that it's on today. And we've had, what now, 80 years since World War Two, give or take. Close to it. We're coming up on 80 years since World War Two. Is that right? 1940s? Yeah. When did it end? 1945? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, like, we have something like... The dairy industry has been around in its capacity now for 80 years. And it exists because we've had... In- generation after generation indoctrinated into believing that dairy is good for them and they have the full support of the government but they hemorrhage cash left and right like we know that dairy farms fucking not even just during covid fucking dump milk like they do that to make it look like they've created more than they've actually sold and somebody has to foot the bill for all this. So that becomes in America a responsibility for taxpayers. We have so many corporate subsidies that prop up the dairy industry. So like here, we spend $22 billion
2: But, but it's But that's not just an American thing, man. Like Canada does it too. I'm sure Europe does it. New Zealand probably does it where they're subsidizing the farmers to throw out the milk that doesn't get sold. And paying for fucking ads and shit like that.
1: As far as I'm aware, New Zealand doesn't, like, specifically do that. We are, you know, relatively good in, you know, with quotes around not giving agricultural subsidies. Um, but I, they certainly get a lot of, like, disproportionate amount of help from the government and, you know, uh, assistance when whenever the industry's in trouble. So it's not a specific subsidy the way it is in other countries.
0: Yeah, so you're you're a vegan in one of these countries though that does this and it's like you're abstaining from these industries of abuse but at the end of the day because your government is invested in them because your government officials receive money from them your money you know unfortunately ends up in their hands and there's nothing you can do about it you know it's okay we said you live in America you pay subsidies if you're a taxpayer to the US government which goes to the dairy industry you're supporting dairy. You're plant-based. I'm gonna start telling people <laughs> that live in America. <laughs> but that's like twenty-two billion dollars. That's seventy-three percent of all profit margin. So that's that that shows you that consumer demand is not the driving force behind the dairy industry. It's it's literal corporate communism, aka capitalism, that keeps it afloat. And we produced what, like ninety-eight million metric tons of milk just for human consumption alone in the US and we're not the only ones you got India with like 60 million dairy cows uh European Union has 23 and they're pushing out all together like 522 million metric tons of milk that was just in 2000 so like all that commodification all that exploitation all that violence perpetuated onto these animals for something that we don't even need. Um, that's far better suited to where it's supposed to go, which is the children of these motherfucking cows.
1: And New Zealand is like disproportionate um, in terms of our light like, size of the globe. We're, the um like twelfth in the world for our dairy cattle um population. And yeah, you know, we've got about as many cows in the country as we do people, roughly like one to one. Uh, and just milking cows, not um the cows being farmed for beef included. So it's you know, just for an idea of how much that is like not just the huge number of uh victims in this industry. But also for a small country, holding as many uh, cows as we do people, that's a lot of pollution. And for a country that is supposed to be, you know, tries to market ourselves on our clean, green, beautiful image, uh, we have been selling out our environment to help out this disgusting industry. And it really annoys me, I might have noticed.
0: The way that the dairy industry exploits animals is probably, and I know they're all wrong and vicious, but I mean, it. it it's up there for one of the most exploitative, I think. Just when you look at the, the way that it uses and abuses cows um, from the moment that they're born and that they're literally just born to suffer to be profit. It's, that's what it comes down to. They They are seen as nothing more than property to people. And they're not valued at all. And we're going to, when we look at like, you know what they do to fucking these animals, not just fucking from the abuse, but like what they've done with like science to make animals fucking produce more milk than they're naturally would. Um, It's insane. It's absolutely insane for something that again, we don't need. Like I am not meant to drink the milk of a cat. No. Just it's, it's not natural. Like, if I walked up to a cow and tried to put my lips on its udder, that cow would not enjoy that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> Why do you think it matters if you do that or get it out of a gallon? It's still fucking wrong.
1: It's, it's just so, like, almost cartoonishly evil. You know, like, I can at least conceptualize, you know, why people have so many cognitive barriers about eating meat because you know we see other animals eat meat, and so you know, I mean, obviously I'm against it, but and people are ignorant about the what actually happens in the industry, yada yada yada. But like for dairy, it's just like we don't see this happening in nature. We don't see other animals drinking the breast milk of another species. It's just weird. So like unnatural. It makes us sick. And we have to violate the cows in such weirdly personal and yucky ways that just like we shouldn't be doing whatsoever. And separating babies is just so obviously an abomination. Like it's it's not a coincidence that people are so misinformed about dairy cows and thinking that they just produce milk and not realizing that babies are taken away. They hide this information because they know that it would trigger most normal people's senses of "Oh, that's not right, but yeah it's a, I have a very special place of hatred in my heart for the dairy industry all ag- animal agriculture is equally evil, but the dairy industry is more equally evil you know to distort
0: a great phrase yeah i mean if anybody's it pushed this misconception that a cow is just a dumb animal i think it's the dairy industry one because you know they produce a more more numbers of dairy cow than i think anything else i mean you can quote me if i'm wrong on that but it's like a lot of people like you said like they just see them as something that produces milk like not understanding that they're a fucking mammal that needs to be impregnated, needs to carry the child inside them, which I mean i'm I'm sure that creates a bond right there then and there, like from the start, I would assume um mm. with with this other sentient life inside you, and then fucking it doesn't just produce milk because the cow was like, "Hey human, I got all I can produce milk whenever I think about it. You want me to do that for you? I'll live in this barn." When I stop producing milk, you can slaughter me and grind me up.
2: What I'd a really nice like cow. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> just the happy
0: cows, you know? And that's the, you know, it's that, that's the misconception. Like, you know, and then you got people like fucking, was it Neil Tyson Degrassi like saying that fucking, I tweeted a long time ago that fucking cows are just, we literally are machines that we created, you know, which is true Ugh. through science, like we have yeah. genetically modified them. To be, you know, producing more milk and things like that, not to be so much like the first bovines that were domesticated by human beings. Understandable, yes, but it doesn't change the fact that they're still sentient beings. Whether you created it in a lab, if it, or you fucking came naturally into this world, whether if it, if it lives, if it feels, if it fucking breathes, it's fucking sentient, you know, it doesn't matter. Like it's from the you know bottom up. I don't care. Even if the even if cows were dumb, I wouldn't care. Like cows could be yeah. like dumb, running into fucking like you know being dumb shit. Like I don't know. I met some pretty fucking dumb dogs in my life. You know, I still love them. You know, I'm not gonna judge them whether how smart they are. Like they feel pain. That's what. It but comes I mean, down if you're to. using
2: if you if you hmm. use intelligence as the trait of where you draw the line on eating an individual. Then that means that means I just don't eat that means you'd have to you'd have to eat some humans too, right? What?
0: What? I was just saying that's why I'd,
2: I just don't. No, eat any I know, I know, but well, I'm not talking about, about specifically. you specifically. I'm talking about <coughs> if you look at it as if intelligence is the trait that you're using to justify the eating of individuals, then you would have to also that it's okay eat certain humans as well. By saying because yes. of a cow's intelligence, it's the reason why it's okay to eat it. You're then saying it's okay to eat a baby because a baby's not as intelligent as a cow.
1: Just, just gonna bonk you for saying referring to a cow as it.
0: Oh, put it in the it jar. <laughs> shame on you, Sean. Shame on you. To be but fair, is really I refer to the
2: babies shame. as it shame. too. Shame. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. speciesist if I'm using yeah. it for humans as well. Yes, but it's disrespectful. Yeah, it's
1: just as
2: disrespectful to humans. Yes. <laughs> yes yeah, yes. yeah, it is. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's you not. It's it it not speciesist at that point.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs>
2: okay.
0: but just don't do it. All right. So, but that's the thing. Is like a baby's obviously not dumb. Like it's just a baby. All right, so like it doesn't work, but at the end of the day, like the fact cows are dumb is a fucking misconception because they're actually fast learners uh, with very superb memories, and they're really good at fucking object discrimination. They can differentiate between two objects, and then they can mentally group those two objects into different categories. And it proves that their minds work in more than just a response to stimuli, and it's just the. First indicator that cows do have the ability for like mental conceptualization. So it's, it's, we do anything and we say they're dumb because it's easier to say, I'm eating a fucking dumb animal, like you were saying, Sean, than I'm eating like a fucking animal that I deem to be intelligent, which is, you know, a cat or a dog or whatever we consider to be animals worthy of our love. In quotations. Um But yeah. Fuck fuck thinking cows are fucking dumb when they're fucking not.
2: Um, My argument though is even if they were dumb, you can't use Right. The intelligence I get as that. the argument for the reason it's okay to eat them.
0: But that's that's yeah. what that's what carnism does in speciesism as well. And I mean carnism is just us applying it to how we eat cows, but we also do it by, you know, commodifying them into leather. And fucking using them in the pharmaceutical industry, which is more of a species, and we think there are dumb animals. Like that's why we do vivisection on animals. It's we we think it's okay because their level of intelligence is less than ours. But you're right, it it doesn't matter. But like even if a if a baby is technically dumber than a full grown cow, people are still gonna not eat a baby because I mean we don't eat babies, Sean. <laughs> Well, some people do, I guess. I don't fucking know. But cows shouldn't be eaten either. You shouldn't eat babies. You shouldn't eat cows. And fucking, I mean, a fucking cow can look at a fucking two-dimensional picture and recognize another member of their herd. Like, that's not just a fucking dumb animal. Like, mm. I can't take a picture, show the cat, and expect it to recognize the other cat. The, the cat's just going to be like, why the fuck are you shoving a phone in my face? I don't actually know if that's true about cats. Maybe they can do that and I'm being mean to cats. But I don't know. But like does <laughs> intelligence matter? Because most people know that pigs are intelligent animals and people still choose yeah. to fucking commodify them into bacon. Like you're it's thrown in front of people's faces all the time how smart pigs are. But then they just justify that with the fact that they're a dirty animal that you know.
1: Yeah. It's just that, the fractal wrongness, like as soon as you point out that one of their reasons don't make sense in another context, then they'll just jump to another excuse and keep doing that to wear you out. I mean, they know that if they held their own arguments up to scrutiny, that they fall apart. That's the whole nature of carnism. It's it's built on a foundation of But bacon, life. though. Gotta keep shipping away. Bacon, bacon though. though. Jeez though
2: yeah cheese
0: cheese <laughs> against the fact that fucking cows are fucking you know fucking great fucking problem solvers like the fucking animal has the ability to fucking i couldn't fucking do a maze but these motherfuckers can remember like <laughs> fucking complex mazes for up to like six weeks if they learn fucking even the most intricate shit they learn that shit step by step and they're gonna fucking remember that shit for up. are to we six putting weeks. cows in mazes? you can take me I mean, I think that's what they do is to, like, some of the stuff that they do to, like, they teach them mazes to see if they can remember where to go to kind of gauge their level of intelligence, their memory well, that's recall. Kind of, that's kind of crazy, like eh? that. Yeah. I mean, it's a, like, they, but they can remember from, like, up to six weeks. Like, I could probably go through it once. Right? You can show me the way. I fucking probably get lost halfway through the first time I tried. And even if I did, and even if I did get through once, it'd be fucking pure random fucking luck. Like, but a cow is fucking knows what the fuck that they're doing. All right. And like, we just, you can't just disregard all this. It's, it's blatant, blatant arrogance on the, the part of humans and fucking carnists and species alike. Like, they think that it's okay to use them. Even if you're a fucking vegetarian, I'm sorry. Like, the the dairy industry, you are literally helping to prop up the dairy industry just because you can't give up cheese or milk or whatever is just too hard for you to give a fucking chocolate. Whatever it may fucking be. Guess what? Fucking dark chocolate is wonderful. You know, you might be a little bitter for you at first, but hey, you get used to it, and there's a lot of different wonderful kinds out there nowadays. Filled with almond butters and fucking all these things. There's, there's
2: chocolate with stevia, too, if dark chocolate's just too friggin' bitter for you.
0: But even today, like, they're making, like, milks, like, fucking milk chocolate that I think's, like, plant-based, yeah. too. With plant-based milks. Yeah, so, like, the world's coming around where we don't need to exploit animals. And one thing that definitely needs to go, because it's a fucking horrific industry, it's fucking... A fucking, what's the word I'm looking for? Just a financial drain anywhere it goes. And environmental drain. Because the consumer, and environmental drain, because the and a yeah. health drain. Uh, yeah. We could just fucking check them all off the fucking box when it comes to dairy. Um, and just the boner but, dealer as well. Yeah. And that's a shame. Hmm. Um, but it's just, it doesn't need to exist. You know, it's
2: not good for... Do you remember we any. learned about poke cows last time and, we covered this? What? Just the,
0: like, oh, that they're nymph, nif- they're nymphomaniacs. No, no. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cows are nymphomaniacs. They no, love not have sex,
2: that cows cow, oh, cows for will form like extremely loyal relationships within them. Like, there are rider oh, yeah. die cows, which is where the rider die cow society came from. Oh.
1: Yeah. when animals have friends
0: well that's the thing they they will form into these small groups within the herd of like two to four cows and obviously like grooming is a big thing with them they have a they're very sensitive to touch so like when another when a cow licks a cow you know it helps to like de-stress one that may be in, that might that that may be stressed out um to the same fact like when a cow is stressed out Another cow can sense that it can has a keen sense of smell, and through the release of the hormone cortisol, if there's a stressed out cow there, it may start to imitate the behavior of the stressed out cow just based on the fact that it can smell and understand that this is not the happiest cow so they they're very they're very hardwired so imagine that like especially when you're about to be murdered, yeah. Like, and you're not even next in, you know, you're next in line. The cow in front of you is freaking the fuck out, fucking cortisol, all up in the fucking air.
3: They
2: put you in
0: the fucking like, flippy machine. Right. And, and you just, you're sitting, you know, like we, we think these mm. animals don't understand, but they know what's happening to them. They're, they're 100% aware. They have the cognitive abilities to fucking mental map, the fucking solve fucking problems and they fight for their life up until the moment that they die and you're not going to tell me that they don't want to be here that their sentience doesn't matter because you have this misunderstanding that they're and you have them lined up
2: because seeing what's happening they know what's happening to the ten cows in front Mm. of them they see them being forced upside down and then getting their throat slit they
1: hear it they hear the screams and the machinery it's just horrific
0: it's it's horrible, and, and what we don't understand is that, like, dairy cows, their lives are very much interdependent um, on one another. It's not even just for that stress relief. they They have a desire for companionship the same way that human beings have a desire for companionship. And they learn from one another the same way that we learn from one another they understand themselves as a species they understand that a cow is different than a duck a cat a pig they know what a cow is when they when they see a familiar cow they're happy if the cows get along sometimes these motherfuckers do hold grudges they can hold grudges for up to if a a cow can can hold a grudge up to a year that means we have to
2: accept it as a human
0: Right, right. We we go way longer than that. Like, uh, uh, what are you talking? You know, about? like we we'll, we'll, we'll fucking hate people for the rest of our lives. And I get why you, I was like, mad at you ten minutes. You ago. know, yeah, you're always mad at me for so. Sometimes I don't even do anything. What 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 did, you call did me? I call you? I I called what, you. What did you call me? Yeah,
2: yeah well we're, we'll we'll ADR right. that out so no one will know. Why are you trying to hide your real identity anyway? What? Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't get. Yeah, who's gonna
0: talk to you? All right. <laughs> you don't know. Um the 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 fucking animal agriculture <laughs> industry, man. They're gonna <laughs> the dairy go on industry, go man. on the dark web and fucking hire a hitman off one of them hitman. I don't height, know, man. Like, I, I think I think you're and... just obsessed with
2: Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, you just <laughs> just, you just bit, wanna be my secret identity. Not, can we cut that out? I don't need to know I don't need people to know about my Jerry O'Connell. We'll, we'll cut out your obsession. name but they're gonna know about right. your Jerry O'Connell obsession and your fucking But, my...
0: but see. See, unlike this conversation, that that's not not you know doing anything for either of us. Cows actually, when they're with one another, <laughs> um, they they're, they instill cognitive and emotional abilities of these individuals. I guess we kind of do the same thing because you want to set me on fire. Every I don't time really want to set off. you on fire. Um, I just yeah, want to say yeah. that I want to set
2: you on fire.
0: Yeah, that 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 that's clearly an issue. Uh, but this 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 kind of. Bonding that they have with one another—it's imperative to the well-being of their psyche, and they're—it's not treated with respect by human beings whatsoever by their captors. There, there is no consideration for what the cows actually need. We wouldn't isolate them. We wouldn't take them away from their mothers, which we're going to get to here, talking about in a little bit uh, with a new segment. But it's just clear domination. Of the human variety, which is the, you know, most found form of domination in the world, if not the only kind of domination in the world. And it fails to provide these animals with a life that's worth living based on the sole fact that they should not be under our demand or held to our demand. Yes?
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Everything
2: you said... Everything you said makes me not want to let you on fire. This isn't
0: biodiversity.
2: No, I you said everything you said makes me style. not want to let you on fire. Aww.
1: You know what? I think I'm actually going to give up cheese. <coughs> no more cheese.
2: No
0: more cheese? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going to be hard, you know. I'm still having my oh. cheat days.
0: I just, just smashed koala's heads in on my cheat days. It, it really makes me... You do what on your cheat
2: days? ...through <laughs> the week. I smash koalas oh. heads in. I'm 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 on the east coast of Canada so I club seals. Speaking which I, I think it's really
0: important um, for vegans when you're when you're tired of arguing with carnists to just start saying really dumb shit like how you mm-hmm. like to eat like cute animals or animals that they would deem cute. Um, like you know sometimes I will tell people I work with that um, I eat koalas. What about French bulldogs? I had people convinced for a while that I You had I people eat convinced
2: koalas. that you ate koalas?
0: Well, yeah, and they're like, but you're a vegan. And I go, right, we're allowed to eat the animals <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh...
1: Sometimes, you know, it's like how doctors have to be able to make jokes about people sick and dying just so that they, they can d- cope with the dreary and morbidity of it all. And they were allowed to make a few, you know. Word? With it knowing how we, much we do. <laughs> we have, we have dark sense
2: of humor, so. It, <laughs>
0: exactly. And, and, and that's, I mean, the, the number of dead mom jokes I tell, I mean. Yes, about his own mom. Know myself, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, dark humor is right up my alley. Like, I love my mother. It's just how I cope with it. Like, same thing with animals, you know, it's unfortunately like, it's as, as much as I love animals talking about, you know, animal agriculture is fucking depressing as fuck, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> kind You gotta kind of liven. You know, when you're gonna talk about it this long, you kind of have
2: to liven it up. Have you seen bit. the movie Okja? Um, like Okja, Okja. What? It it's by oh, the don't. same guy. It's by the same guy who directed it. Parasite. But okay, uh, Parasite's the, a what's, great what's movie. By the way, everybody should watch it. Um, uh, anyway, watch Okja, man. It's about they come up with like this super cow thing and like they're gonna try to eat it but then like elf steps in and fucking tries to save it it's really good bong joon ho that's the guy who made it korean director he also did parasite
0: yeah i saw i saw it on netflix um i no longer have my netflix i switched to hulu uh so i you know i gotta get back to the netflix what? Yeah. only one at a time all right
2: can't be
1: given these is this, an, is this
2: an ad
1: for
2: it's no are you getting job. paid for this kts oh, i mean yeah kts uh,
0: are you getting well, paid uh uh, <laughs> uh so anyways life of a dairy cow all right so that's kind of we've kind of talked about their sentience like you know we we know that they're exploited um but how are they exploited because that's just as important you know we can sit here at the end of the day and say yeah we, we treat them terribly but like how do we treat them? Yeah, that, that's what, what I'm saying and to watch. Let's just be like, honest here. Right. I know what the movie's about, all right? And I wasn't, you know, pandering to Netflix, but if people wanted to watch it, I'm pretty sure that's where you have to watch it. You have to watch it on Netflix. So if you're going to tell
1: How much are they paying you?
0: <laughs> we'll talk about that later, all right? <laughs> um, but anyways, you have to watch it there because that's, you know, unless you, you know, pirate illegally. I'm not going to tell you what to do and what not I'm to do. I'm not telling you all to right? pirate but, it. You know, wink,
2: wink. <laughs> you do whatever you want to
0: do you find a way to watch it which fits i don't know who you are compass. but you probably have a friend
2: with an Netflix right? account
0: <laughs> yeah or do that that's cool too that's the best way to do it so but anyways um we we, we have to be honest and you know the the life of a dairy cow uh from the start it's no fucking picnic um it's an exhaustive intensive and invasive life cycle um, starts off with isolation and trauma in an early fucking age. And keep in mind, these animals, like I said, you know, cute sense of touch that when they lick each other, when they groom each other, it it, it, it provides a calming effect. And I'm going to say that it's safe to say that when they're being band uh, I'm going to say that it's safe to say when they're being branded or castrated without any painkillers or anything like that, uh, it's not as soothing as it would be to be licked by a member of their herd. And then we have things like dehorning, we fucking cut their horns off. And th- this shows this is the one that shows really to have like lasting traumatic effects on cows where like even after the pain has subsided that they're still like, you know, very wary, very cautious, very combative of everything that's going on around them and people as well. Um so it's not a pleasant experience to be a dairy cow. I mean, it's not a pleasant experience to be any animal in animal agriculture, but this is one that's just so invasive in its process. Uh, they cut off their tails or they fucking put a rubber fucking band around it fucking till it fucking falls off a little, little tail docking. And, and this is bad too, because fucking during fly season, um, they're just bit the fuck up. And it's it fucking mosquitoes too. I don't know if you heard like after the last hurricane, like a lot of animals in fucking farms and shit died because of the increase in mosquitoes. They were just literally fucking sucked dry. And they didn't
2: have the tail to whip them away. Also, the rubber band thing, don't they also do that in some, uh, don't they use that for some forms of castration on some animals, which is the rubber bands? Yeah. Um, I mean, when it comes to animal agriculture, anything yeah. is possible. All you need is
0: imagination and <laughs> moral Sean. Come
1: with Pretty me
2: much. to a land of pure imagination. I'm glad that movie ended entirely different than that.
1: It's basically like the Imagination Land episode of South Park, but like the dark side. You know, yeah they should they should put the dairy industry, like, or you know, whoever came up with that in there. Except this is a real nightmare for billions of animals. Or millions is, is the global industry? Uh, I think... Oh, no, 264 million dairy cows. We're cans. getting close. Yeah, quarter of a billion.
0: They're, they're trying every day, you know? Um, And that's the problem. I mean, one of the biggest problems is that we murder them. I mean, you have an animal that in the wild lives 20, 25 years and first you're going to confine it i think like nine out of ten fucking dairy farms in america are all indoor confined to feedlots and then you're just walking around in your own shit Uh, you have little access to pasture or shelter and you're tethered by the fucking neck that's not fucking freedom that's not a life like Granted, I know they're not going to live 20 to 25 years, but the time that they are alive, at least the quarter that they usually get, um, is going to be spent fucking in absolute misery being treated like, for lack of a better word, a fucking milk machine when they're fucking not. Uh.
1: And then dairy farmers have the goal to say, oh, I wish my cow was, oh, my life was as easy as a dairy cow, so I'd gladly switch. Have someone else look after the kids for me. Uh huh. Yeah.
2: You know what you should do when a dairy no, farmer you know Says that more. to you. Cut, a,
1: <laughs> c- cut off their balls. <laughs> the, other oh, the other
2: children. And then steal their children.
1: I mean, I usually do ask that. They're like, oh, how dare you ask me that?" You're just like, "I." Oh.
0: And, and that's the thing is they, that that's what they have to do. Just like you know. A fucking person drinking the milk, eating the cheese has to justify, um, these animals being here for us, whatever, how they do it. This is a dumb animal. This animal is treated well. That's, that's how the farmer does it. Oh, my, my cows. And I'm using it in the sense of my, because I'm a dairy farmer right now. My cows are fucking the most well-taken cows in the world. I treat them good. You know, they fucking just line up to be fucking shot. The fucking moment that their fucking time has come. And well, that's because and they so fucking no. trick them. So,
2: right? Like the story of the farmer who would always go up and rub the forehead of the animals. And then it's so that they would get used to like having something touching their forehead so they wouldn't run away when he use the bolt gun.
1: Oh, man. I didn't even know that.
2: And then. And that's thing they'll do anything. Like they won't just you know
0: they'll physically abuse them. They'll psychologically abuse them. Like they'll pretend to be, you know, that they care about these animals. And and I'm sure I'm sure there's some people out there that really believe that that they are they're convinced that they're here for these animals, even though they're just profiting off their bodies until they can't anymore, and then they're gonna profit off commodifying their bodies into some other product. Also a constant assault. On their bodies. I mean, 80% of forced impregnation is done through artificial insemination. That's fucking unnatural as fuck. And it's just so they can increase volumes. Hold on. I got to get something to
2: drink. We're going to call you Mr. Ill-Prepared. All right. Sorry. (laughs) I could hear my lips smacking together. You don't have water with you while you're recording. I did. I ran out. Man, you got to get one of those giant fucking bottles like I got. All right.
0: So what was I saying? Okay.
2: Uh, We were talking about how it's a constant assault on their bodies. And then you're going to explain to us what an artificial insemination gun was. I'm going
0: to start all that whole thing over again because I was fucking up. So, like, keep in mind, like, with these animals, I mean, it's a constant assault on their bodies. 80% of these forced impregnations, uh, the violation of their bodies, uh, it's done artificially through through artificial insemination. They use a gun. It's very invasive. You're going to, like, basically, like, shove it into the cow's vagina. And then you're going to shove your free hand all lubed up right into its rectum.
2: Yeah, is there, like, a so rod, you,
0: too? There's a rod. And then, you, yeah, you have this yeah. rod that you have to kind of thread through the cervix until you get to the uterus. And you you feel around with your hand that's in the butt and, like, to make sure that you can line it up. I like how the wizard's eating while I'm explaining this. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Eating. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Quote, unquote.
0: Uh, I forgot what I was doing.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> you were talking about how that once it's close oh, enough to the uterus, the sample is deposited.
0: Yeah, and then that's it. Boom. Yeah. And then in nine months, which is crazy, same as a human being, again, it has to be fucking impregnated like any other mammal.
2: And aren't elephant gestations really
0: long
1: I don't know why
2: I think they're super long I think sharks mm. are too
1: like over a year or something there.
2: yeah I think it's like 16 months oh Jesus it's 18 to 22 months
1: whew yeah I'm- rat babies for me <laughs> good old rats
2: <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Just we did elephants last week, and then we didn't really talk about their gestation period. So I figured we should sort of throw. We didn't out. really
0: do elephants. We did horses last week, dude, and then we did circuses. Yeah, circuses which which include, with the elephants. <laughs> elephants deserve their own episode where we'll talk about their gestation periods. Okay. Can we do it? <laughs> we're gonna do
2: an episode just on elephants.
0: Just that they fucking deserve one because they, they're fucking awesome. They do, I love elephants. We're on the same. Yeah, we need to have animal on. feature episodes where we just talk about so we can have happy episodes we just talk about an ab- animal that's awesome. No more. I have
1: a whole episode talking about rats. Yes. Yeah. let my rats. Oh, oh fuck my gosh, yeah, yay. we'll talk
2: about rats.
0: We'll have a uh, rat episode. I, I,
2: I, I yeah. have a friend who has a ton of rats. Aww. It's just like, all he has is he has like every fucking Samsung phone ever and a bunch of rats. And that's, that's his life. All right. Nice. So, I, I hate to bring up the
0: happy rat talk, but after these cows... <laughs> give birth and you know they're all ready to nourish their children take care of them teach them the ways of the cow um unfortunately that's not the way the story goes because that milk's not going to be intended for their children or excuse me it's not going to be provided to their children instead it's going to be given to human beings because we're going to fucking hook a cow up to a real milk machine that fucking forces the milk
2: from them um and imagine that, like, having something stuck to your nipples for, like, yeah. such a long period of time during the day, just sucking the liquid out of them. Your nipples getting all chapped. Like, <laughs> well, that's what happens when you suck the fluid well, out of does, your nipple, yeah. right? Like, it gets chapped. That's why they have, like, nipple butter and stuff for, like, new mothers. They put it on. But yeah. the cows, you're not oh, giving the cow ask, nipple butter.
1: Ask any mother about, like, using a breast pump. but They're not going to say it's a experience they enjoyed. And
2: they consented to doing
1: that. Yeah. (laughs) They do it because they want to give milk to their children. Not, you know, so it could be stolen by someone who wants to make money to sell it to people who it's poison.
0: It is fucking poison. It's fucking disgusting. It's fucking filled with pus, blood, feces. PCBs. You name it. It's got... Exactly, yeah. And fucking like I said earlier, like just
2: the whole genetic manipulation of these animals. I mean, hi, da. Um Like think about this for a second. We used to use like PCBs and electrical transformers. And now if you have like a transformer with a PCB in it, you have to take it, put it somewhere on its own, tape off the area. You can put multiple PCB transformers in this area, but tape it off and no one's allowed in that area. And every like six months, someone from the power company comes and inspects the area to make sure it's safe that the PCBs are still contained there. That's how fucked up these PCBs are, and they're getting into your milk. Getting into your
1: milk. What milk so that is not a PCB for you. Sorry for for <laughs> the dumb. Can we explain what a PCB is? It's
2: a it's a chemical. It's a. I think it causes cancer. Yeah, it's.
1: So, and it's a milk.
2: Yeah, but there's apparently there's tons of like PCB contamination in milk just from like old farm equipment. Oh wow! Shit.
1: Uh,
2: it's polychlorinated biphenyl. <clears throat> it's an organic chlorine compound.
1: And just, just in another way that the dairy industry poisons us. Like this is uh, something that's becoming like relatively common in New Zealand is because the dairy industry keeps polluting the rivers, uh, the cow shit is getting into the water supply and causing like outbreaks of um, d- diseases in um, cities. And things that are, you know, all of a sudden their drinking drinking water's no longer safe because the dairy farmers around the town have been irresponsible. And, and they just keep, you know, they, a couple of farmers might get a slap on the wrist, but nothing's really done to solve the problem.
0: And that, and that just shows you that. I mean, when we look at Animal Welfare Act and whatever other countries may have, there, there is no concern for these animals. Like, I, mm. I get that. There's, you know, we obviously want as much animal welfare as possible, but I mean, these laws are not for animal welfare. It's just, you know, a showpiece to make angry people feel a little bit better for people who might have a slight conscience. You know, mm. not...
1: And most of the animal welfare much. laws are more written for the farmers' welfare right. in mind. It's more about, like, labor. You know, the, I mean, not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but labor movements have probably done more to propel animal welfare um, at farms than, you know, actual animal rights movements. Have because yeah, we're not after better welfare; we're after liberation.
0: Exactly, and just just to, just to swing back to the nipple butter, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, always <laughs> swing back to nipple we butter. We always got to swing back to the nipple butter because, like, they it made me think of like the high number of mastiffs that they suffer from because cows are producing now twelve times more in milk than they naturally would, like more than their fucking offspring would need. And we still don't give it to them in the fucking first place like we should. We make, force them to be able to make more. Um, so they have these, like, painful fucking mastiffs, which are just, you know, the fucking utter fucking swelling. And it fucking also leads to lameness. And then guess what happens? You know, once a fucking cow can no longer be exploited for its children, excuse me, for her children and her milk, um. They're sold to be commodified into cheap beef, and that's the fate of about in America at least three million fucking abused mothers a year. Like, it's literally take, 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 take. The, this this illusion that we take care of these animals, that we provide the best life possible for them, but really you don't. And you've you've convinced people, thanks to the help of the federal government, thanks to marketing fucking companies and billions and billions of fucking dollars, um, that you unknowingly do not deserve, um, it's, it's an uphill battle against him. Luckily, you know, and I think, I think one of the greatest things, like I know a lot of people talk about like, you know, food is an activism, blah, 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 but like plant-based milks, I mean, have done more damage to the dairy industry than probably anything else.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of torn on that point of like whether, I, I think there is a place for specifically plant-based activism as well as vegan activism. Like I think it's important to understand that they are different things, uh, or I suppose, you know, animal rights activism versus plant-based activism. But, you know, I mean, the whole planet's dying. And we've got to end these industries however the fuck we can, and I think, uh, plant-based activism is at least a pragmatic way to speed up the process of liberation. But I can't understand that, you know, then we're possibly watering down the movement because people call themselves vegan and still wear leather and blah, blah, blah. But it gets complicated and we argue endlessly about it on Twitter and it's lots of fun.
0: Yeah, carnists carnist will never give in, most of them at least. Some will change. Some will, Some will finally get it and hopefully more will get it over time and it's just a constant battle um, of fighting indoctrination. I think that's the hardest part. And you're fighting again, billion-dollar industries. Like, I think the, the the largest like plant fucking you know campaign is only probably a couple million dollars, where they're spending billions across the board on lobbyists, you know, political contributions, shit like that. Um, and it's just a life of turmoil for these animals. And fucking, your, your children are stolen for you, which is kind of like where we're headed next. And we actually have a special segment for that. All right. Um, so right. We're going to do that now. It's called, If We Understood Animals.
4: If We Understood Animals. Springtime had arrived at the crying mother milk company but today was far more than your run of the mill day of exploitation, violation of bodies and inevitable death for the morning sun had just begun to cascade down upon this monument of misery. In the distance the faint cries of not just one but two beautiful baby bovines could be heard coming from the barn and as these newborn calves sought the refuge of comfort unbeknownst to them that the sanctuary they yearned for will be short lived. No sooner had they lifted their young bodies off the ground and started to walk on all fours did the blunder of a man come storming through the barn door, reeking of moonshine. How a man of such little financial prowess or looks ever got into this position was an anomaly in itself. As many who knew this man could not understand how he could keep this operation afloat, let alone his marriage. Upon his examination of the calf, he painted a stupid grin on his face and introduced his four remaining teeth to the world. Well, what do we have here? Not
0: one, but two little milk machines brought into this world in one day. I'm one lucky S.O.B.
4: He approached the calves while they suckled on their mother's teats for nourishment. He got up close to each calf to make a quick assessment of them before scratching his head with a look of disappointment.
0: I stand corrected. One little milk machine, but this other one over here will catch a hefty price at the veal
4: market. He grabbed one of the calves, pulled her away from her mother. Her mother let out a shrill of a scream in protest as he picked up her daughter, but it fell on deaf ears as he started to walk away. Sorry little lady, but that milk right there is reserved for human beings. He carried the calf outside the barn to his truck. A cage with the door open laid in the back. He placed the calf inside the cell before locking it shut. He then returned to the barn and proceeded to grab the other calf away from his mother. The mother screamed in horror as she attempted to charge at him, but was thwarted by the chains that imprisoned her. He turned back with that stupid grin still on his face.
0: Now, let's settle down. Once you're all dried up with this batch of profits right there, we can plan out how we can violate your body once again so you can experience the joys of motherhood. Well, at least for a few hours. But if I recall, this is your fourth calf, which means your lady parts might be done for. And if that's the case, you're going to be ground up just in time to be the hit of someone's 4th of
4: July barbecue. The man turned back around, proceeded to his truck, and imprisoned the second calf in an identical cage in the back. He then proceeded to the other side of the prison yard.
1: Why the hell are they taking us away from our mothers?
3: Gee, I don't know, but something tells me that this is not natural. I have this
1: unyielding desire to be with my mother. I feel as if early separation can have long-term effects on our psyches. You're so smart. Well, I am 12 minutes older than you. True, very true. I do have a world experience you have not obtained yet. Besides, your mother seemed frantic when she realised you were a boy. Hey, what's wrong with being a boy? Well... Besides your blind acceptance of the patriarch, I don't know, she said something about you becoming veal?
3: Yeah, that pungent-smelling man said the same thing back in the barn. But I'm a cow. I don't want to be veal.
4: The truck came to a complete stop, surrounded by dairy hutches filled with hundreds of calves. The man stumbled out of the truck and headed towards the two captive calves.
0: All right. Let's get this calf into our hutch and sell this other one off for veal, then we can call it a day.
4: As he approached, the two calves continued to frantically talk amongst themselves.
3: Where are we? Where are all these calves trapped in those small huts? Those certainly don't supply adequate room for play, or to just run around and stretch our legs.
4: Narrator. The man appeared in front of the calves bewildered at the sight of two calves talking to one another.
0: You can talk? Alright, definitely no more using lagoon water to make moonshine. I'm starting to hear things now.
1: That's a good idea. Probably would help clear up that odour you got going on too.
0: Hey, you really can talk. You must be the next step in bovine evolution.
1: No, we've always been able to speak. You just couldn't understand us. Now take us back to our mothers. Yeah, take
3: us back to our mothers. I don't want to be veal. Well,
0: you see, that's not how things work in the real world. But don't you fret, little missy. After about six to eight weeks of painstaking isolation from your mother and a little branding and a very fashionable tail docking, you'll return to the herd.
1: You're not going to do any of that to me. Now take me back to my mother. I am hungry.
0: Well, that milk's not for you. See, people need cow milk to survive, and since we're the smartest species in the entire world,
1: we come first. But I'm a cow. My mother is a cow. That is a cow's milk. Do you not see the correlation of why the sustenance she provides naturally might be meant for us and not you, sir?
0: Little missy. You're missing the big picture, but it will all make perfect sense once you've had your very first calf.
1: Sir, so you can steal them away from me too? What if I don't want to be a mother? What if I don't meet anyone to procreate with?
0: Well, that's why humans in our infinite wisdom have invented artificial insemination. That sounds invasive,
3: No, that's assault. Listen, you're just children. In time, you will learn your place in this world. Sounds more like the human species needs to learn their place. Seems to me you all suffer from a severe inferiority complex that you use to justify the abuse, torture, and murder of your fellow Earthlings, all while propagating this false claim of being at the top of the food chain... Now tell me what goddamn veal is. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> hold on. <laughs> the way you ended that. <laughs> well, unfortunately, little fella, you don't produce milk or give birth to babies that will produce milk. So keeping you around just for the sake of keeping you around would not be profitable for me. But after you get... But after we get her situated in one of these dairy hutches, we will head down the road to see a nice man who will keep you in a veal crate that will let your muscles get real tender over the next six months before you're commodified via slaughter,
1: humanely of
0: course, into veal.
1: Slaughter? Humans eat babies too? I don't want to be veal.
0: Well that's not really up to you, as your mother is my property, and her mother was my property, and all your brothers and sisters were my property, and you are no different.
1: We're not property, we are living beings who wish to live our lives free of human domination.
0: Well isn't that adorable?
4: Now enough with this nonsense, I have things to do. The man moving closer to the cage.
1: Get the hell away from us! How did such an over man get in a position to exploit so many beautiful creatures? Subsidies?
0: Even, with business, even when business is bad, thanks to the federal government and indoctrinated taxpayers, we're not
3: going anywhere.
4: The man started to fumble with the bolt lock to open it.
1: I'll do, something. Uh, do something. I'll do something all right.
4: As the man got the lock unbolted, the female Derek used all of the might in her front legs to slam the cage into the man's ugly mug.
3: Oh, my beautiful face!
4: He flies backwards, losing his footing and falling flat on his back. The car stared down at him before she leaped from the cage. With her back legs extended, she aimed directly for the man's testicles.
1: I ain't your milk machine, motherfucker!
4: Her hooves were a direct hit to his tiny dick.
1: Oh dear
0: lord, I heard something pop!
4: He winced in pain, but before he could get his bearings together, the second calf suicide dived from the cage in the direction of the man. The calf landed a second shot to what remained of the man's loins.
3: What do we say to veal? Not today! Ah!
4: The man passed out in pain as the two calves looked at their handiwork and then at each other.
3: What now? Now we liberate our family!
4: Two cows were going to liberate their fellow imprisoned bovines at the Crying Mother Monk Company. With no cows left to exploit, the company soon went bankrupt. Due to his financial woes and newfound performance issues in the bedroom, his wife filed for divorce, leaving him for his brother, a far more ethical man who made a living producing oat milk for human beings because that's nowhere near as disgusting, invasive, exploitative, heinous or cruel as drinking cow titty juice when you're not a baby fucking calf.
3: The
0: end. And we want to thank uh, Jack Braiders, okay, for being our narrator. The king of braids. Is he the king of braids? I can't wait till he braids my hair. Coming to California eventually once the pandemic is over and I'm going to make him braid
1: my hair. I thought he was the king of brads. Like, you know, he's of all the brads, he's the But he's not, the brad. Brad. <laughs> he's not even a brad.
0: He's not even a brad.
1: Yeah, it's it's just such a brad that he doesn't even need to be called Brad.
0: He's a Rad Brad, brad Bradder. He's,
1: he's, <laughs> he's Rad Bradder. He's more Bradder than Bradders. all the other Brads.
0: Jack, we're officially changing your first name <laughs> to Rad. Yeah. You are now Rad <laughs> Bradders. That is your new name. I like name. it. That is your new name. Um, whatever we gotta do to get that legally changed And wherever you're from.
1: No legally. Fuck the state.
0: No, we're no, we're getting it legally changed. All right. <laughs> okay. You got to pay for it though, rad ratters, because you can <laughs> just rad ratters. I mean, um, yeah. So get on that. But thank you for being our narrator. All right. So that was our dramatic. Uh, that that was something of how all cows should liberate their own dairy farms. No, um, we need to
2: weaponize yeah. the cows.
0: Weaponize the cows. We got to <laughs> teach the cows how to use guns.
2: We need to teach them how to evolve to have. Um,
1: we need to arm the trigger cows.
2: fingers. Arm the cows. No, yeah. I mean like turn cows yeah. into their own weapons. Like that you strap bad. a rocket to it, and the cow just like fucking pull the string, and the rocket will go off, and we'll just go ahead first for some farmers. Rocket cow.
0: Rocket cow. <laughs> 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 All right. So, anyways, yeah, that was kind of a play on what happens to children in the dairy industry and how they should or what should happen to all dairy farmers. But unfortunately it doesn't, which is the sad part that, you know, fiction isn't always reality. And it's true. I mean, within, you know, hours of birth, these calves are stolen away. It's a it's a traumatic experience for both the mother and the calf. And it causes sickness and weight loss from not eating. Um, and you've, we've all seen the image of a fucking mother cow chasing a fucking truck that has its fucking... St- that has their fucking stolen Or the stressed-o-calf running around trying fucking to find his mother. Yeah. Or just crying for hours. I mean, there's, you know, people, you know, accounts of, like, fucking cows just crying for days for their young or the young crying for days for their fucking mother. And I don't know what's worse. Like, I mean, we know that with the, with the female calves, they're going to be, you know, isolated. And they, they, they try to say that, you know, this has to do with, you know, preventing disease and things like that. Um, they want to make sure that, you know, their immunity or they say that their immunity isn't strong enough. Well, if you didn't have so many fucking animals cooped together in one place like they normally wouldn't be, um uh, walking around in their own shit, it wouldn't be a festering pool of disease that would potentially harm these newborn animals. So even if the reason, even if it's true that you're doing this, yes, to put them in these dairy hutches, yes, to do it for their own safety. It's the fact of the matter that you haven't provided the conditions in the first place to be sanitary for them to live with. And based on how we treat animals and animal agriculture and not even saying that I'm saying, you know, at the end of the day, though they shouldn't be there in the first place because it's not our right to do that. But again, it's, we know that, you know, eventually they're going to return. And I mean, it, it's not a life of enjoyment. They're probably, you know, they're, essentially safer in that isolation because what's about to happen to their bodies when they reach, you know, the age where they can give birth is going to be horrendous. I mean, they're violated constantly until they can be violated no more. And then it's, you know, off to die. So we can get the last bit of money out of you that we possibly can. It's like wage labor, except we do it a lot faster with animals. We don't pay them shit for it. Um, But there's the other side of that spectrum. Yeah. The, the women, I mean the female calves are going to return. Um But you got to keep in mind, we have 226 million calves worldwide. So we have high volumes of birth. And I mean, that's obviously ideal for this industry. They want high volumes of birth because that means more milk, which means more, you know, fucking milk they can pump out and more money they can make. Um But we have to also keep in mind that not all the cows that are born in dairy are going to be suitable to be dairy cows. They're not, you know, they're going to be male calves and their lives are either really short where they're literally just killed right then and there and boom, that's the end of it. And the way they do that is not in any fashion, you know, with any kind of conscious behind it that you're killing another living being. Um... And if it's not that, you know, they're sold commercially. They're deprived of water and fucking milk over long transportation. Um, they're highly stressed out. They don't stand, They don't sit for the first fifteen hours of the trip, usually, which is very unnatural uh, for a calf. And this is going to lead to shit like these fucking voyages of death or to death, uh, sleep deprivation, you know, post transport respiratory infections, heat stress, hypothermia, and then we have. At the end of the day, twenty one the ones that do make it there, twenty one million you know calves commodified just for different sectors of business, whether it's leather, veal, beef, or the pharmaceutical industry, which the last one, I mean, is probably the saddest one of all. I mean, I don't know if it's the saddest one because we eat fucking babies too, but just you know, to be fucking have fucking shit tested on you every single day of your life.
1: And I, I like. Because cows are so um, prominent in the conversation about uh, uh, climate change, you know, the effect that their emissions have on the environment. Um, so, sort of most of us have seen how they do the experiments to um, test how much emissions they get from a cow and, you know, try. I know in New Zealand they were trying experiments with grass to see if different types gave less emissions. And they just, make this porthole in a cow's like um side and so that they can just have a big open uh wound for their insides. And it's just the most like dystopian barbaric thing you can see. And to have these like hideous photos of fathers like smiling with a big uh wide grin as they have their like hands inside this porthole on the side of a cow. It's just to it his stomach.
0: Do you know another reason they do that too? What? So they'll also do that. They, they have these in laboratories. They have these animals, uh, cows who have good, what they would call good gut health. And when a farmer has a sick cow with poor gut health, they'll literally scoop out the insides of that cow's stomach so they can send it in the other, they can put it in the other cow. I don't know how they do it, but I know that's one of the things they, they do. And it's just they, another way they commodify it. They, probably, they oh. probably
2: take some bile and some uh, fecal matter and put it in the other cow. Because like, they do the same thing to humans. They'll do, they'll do a fecal transplant from someone
3: mm.
2: with a healthy gut biome to someone with an unhealthy gut biome.
0: Sweet. Can we be fecal transplant?
2: Nice, <laughs> I mean, if, if one of us ever has a bad <laughs> gut
0: biome, Yes. I got you, bro. I got you. If anybody ever needs my shit, I got you.
1: Thank you, Kevin. That means a lot. I'm sure our listeners will appreciate that. Yeah.
0: My shit is here for you. But yeah, their their impact on the environment, wherever it may be in the world, is horrible. I mean, animal agriculture alone counts for 25% of like our, our global water footprint. And dairy is a fifth of that. A cow requires like 5,000 gallons of water a day. That's fucking, in America with all our cows, 47 billion gallons. So if you look at that, I mean, that's going to have an environmental toll. Look at California. California is constantly in a drought, and California has the most dairy cows in America. So there, there's definitely a correlation there between what's going on with global warming, how these animals are being used, and we, we want to sit there and blame cows. For, like, you know, the increase of methane and shit like that, which, by the way, methane's
2: like, well... 84 times times on initial release into the atmosphere, but methane will dissipate quicker than CO2. So, methane's worse because of its initial damage, whereas CO2 will linger longer than methane. So, you gotta kind of take care of both of them. Well, yeah, obviously, I get that. But, I mean, there wouldn't be that many cows
0: alive... In the first, there would not be 226 million dairy cow, cows in the world if, guess what, we all just didn't fucking drink milk, which is something that we don't need. So we're fucking destroying the planet. And this is one of the industries within animal agriculture that's really one of the large, large culprits. And we're just sucking it down like there's no tomorrow. We're just fucking eating cheese and fucking crackers because we're too fucking lazy to give it up because it tastes good, palate pleasure. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I just, you know, fucking, it's not the, you know, fucking, yeah. cow produces, what, 400 liters of methane per day? It's not the fact that we have so many fucking cows here. It's not like the cows, yes, I get, I said that they're nymphomaniacs earlier in the show, but it's not like they're pumping around and naturally created as many cows as there are. And I mean, we have such a surplus supply of them, even the ones that are here for, Six months is veal. I mean, they still require a lot of fucking water for the time that they are here. And then you also have fucking nitrogen too. What's that? You know how how much how long that lasts? Because that's like three. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know energy. anything of the nitrogen. I, 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 I did times. research on the methane before, but nothing on the nitrogen. Yeah, but like it's three times has three times three hundred times the global warming potential than CO two. That's insane. It's. You know what though? Like, we
2: we need to figure out a way to actually move that into the soils because that's that's another problem we're having right now is we don't have uh, we don't have enough nitrogen in the soil to to sustain the plants that we're growing to feed into animal agriculture because you need CO two in the atmosphere you need nitrogen in the soil in order for the trees and plants to properly like convert CO two into oxygen and to like grow properly. That's why new Greenhouse, you can't just hit it with a bunch of CO2. Eventually, you'll hit the max. with not enough nitrogen.
1: Well, like, can I just use that as a segue to point out that this recent documentary that's been released on uh, Netflix.com, make sure you subscribe. I'm not getting any money for this. Um, whoa, whoa, subscribe. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, anyway, I'm a big fan of Netflix.com. Uh, anyway, thanks. Uh, So, there's this new documentary called Kiss the Ground, and I saw it and I was like, oh, it's narrated by Woody Harrelson. And you know, I try to avoid that celebrity worship, but you know, I thought I I know he's vegan and has been for a long time, so I thought, you know, he's probably not going to get involved with the documentary that's um, not going to be at least, you know, within a vegan kind of framework of thinking. Uh, I was very wrong. Uh, So they start our documentary, all right, pointing out, you know, how big a problem global warming is and climate change and that a big problem is desertification and, you know, uh, degradation of the topsoils. It's like, yeah, all great. And then they just do this hard turn midway through to saying that uh, regenerative agriculture via cattle farming is the best solution. And then the rest of it is basically just an ad for this, um, you know, the same shit that all of us have argued with, with um, those, you know, small local grass-fed regenerative agriculture cow murderers who argue with us all the time. And, you know, it doesn't take that much Googling around to see how many blatant mistruths and misleading facts are in it. So, you know, just a big warning to people. Um, and if you want more information about about that get in touch with me i've got plenty of resources to back up what i'm saying anyway sports segue there i
2: liked it
0: yeah i mean it was a good segue somebody around here has to know how to segue because it's definitely not sean all right doesn't even have a fanny pack with wet naps for when he's walking around naked in the woods running around naked in the woods excuse me just like my grandma told us all right Um, not recently because she's dead but when i was a child Um, but yeah we're killing the world we're killing animals, but we're also killing ourselves because like, you know, in case you didn't know, milk, dairy, cheese, all that shit. Any way you want to commodify what's meant for a fucking baby cow. It's not intended for human consumption. No matter what way you commodify it. it doesn't matter. It's not ours. It's not ours to take in the first place. I mean it's Number one source of saturated fat in most people's diet. And that's going to contribute to shit like Alzheimer's disease and then type 2 diabetes. Um, also cholesterol, fucking high as fucking dairy. And what do you think helps to keep heart disease the number one fucking killer in the U.S.? Yeah, it might be shit like cigarettes. I get that. That fucking By the way, too. there's no like,
2: Atherosclerosis, heart disease. Uh, there's actually a theory that goes that it only becomes present in species that are supposed to be herbivores who are eating non-herbivoric diets that makes sense
0: if you're not eating what your body is intended to eat it's going to have an impact on your overall well-being even if you're getting you know the proper nutrients it's not what your body was intended to have Uh, but it's other things like fucking tooth decay like kidney disease like who fucking wants kidney disease irritable bowel syndrome and like even acne, acne is dairy inflames so many people's acne. Uh, mm. You know, like if you think about it, it's like and then you you're buying a product, like you're sitting there drinking milk, right? And you're fucking chugging. Wondering why shit you're breaking down. out. And then you're buying, and then you're buying, yeah, exactly. And then you're buying product after product, spending money. And like it's it's literally they they feed us shit that makes us sick, so we have to spend more money to get well. When if we fucking stop buying the shit that's fucking making us sick in the first place we're gonna save money so like you know that whole argument that veganism is expensive it's a lot fucking cheaper than
2: fucking having to deal and then with And acutine makes you depressed heart disease so you have to buy antidepressants this is, i feel like i feel like, like they're I all in bed de- together the well, pharmaceutical company and big dairy i mean i mean how many
0: the wealthiest people in the world own you know, or how small the entire world, like, the eight richest people, how much do they actually own of everything? How much does that shit cross over? Like, yeah, they're all fucking in bed with each other. Of course they are. Like, you don't think that, like, Johnson & Johnson, like, wants to be the first one to come up with a fucking cure, or excuse me, vaccine for COVID? Yeah. It's fucking profitable. You know, it's profitable to them. Profitable. Wow. You were you're, you're um, slipping
2: back into your Southern Gentleman character from earlier. Profitable. Profitable. <laughs>
0: uh, is that bovine growth hormones, you know? And like that gets you that know, that's in the fucking milk too. Like that, you know, like people don't realize like milk is meant to make a fucking cow go from what, weighing a couple hundred pounds, maybe a hundred pounds, I don't know, to like a thousand pounds very quickly. Like that shit ain't meant for you. And you you're killing yourself. Like that's the sad fucking part is like people don't even realize that, like, you're chugging down fucking dairy, fucking eating cheese, thinking you're building fucking strong bones, which we know fucking research shows that like drinking dairy has no effect either way on fucking
2: bone. Now, now, act, for. actually, the, there's, uh, recently, there's been a couple of studies that show a negative effect. Yeah, countries that drink the most milk have a higher rate of hip fractures and osteoporosis in old age.
0: Um, yeah, fuck dairy. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, I mean, look what we're doing. I mean, most importantly, the animals, yeah, our health. Like, I mean, we all have people that we care about. Like, I don't want people to fucking die because they're drinking something that they're not supposed to. They're eating something that they're not supposed to naturally. I mean, we're fucking destroying the planet for people that are fucking not even here yet. And what world we leave them with? Like, they're going to be responsible for taking care of and we're not teaching them to treat it very well. Um, uh, I, th- but they
2: did the cows. I think you skipped a line too that you missed here. I, I mean, the, they're just facts. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Cause you, I,
0: what the did dioxin. I skip? Oh yeah. Dioxin causes cancer people.
2: And it's, yeah. So the other thing I want to point on that is it's not just dioxin case in protein itself reacts on the PC three, cell chain, which causes proliferation at 228%, and the LNCAP cell chain at 142%, which is prostate cancer, which means milk is a boner killer. Literally. Kills boners.
1: And you can fucking smell it on people who eat a lot of it. Like, it's a real thing. It's the smell of dairies. Manages to, like, seep through the pools. It's just, ugh, just leave the cows alone.
0: Leave the fucking cows alone. You know? They're not here yeah. for yeah. No animal's here for you. That's the sad thing, is that like, it all comes down to this inferiority complex. Of, the more we can dominate other being, the better we can feel about ourselves. We do it to each other, too. Like in so yep. many different ways, like even from, from bullying to like systemic racism, it's it's always make one individual or one group of people or one species, and only our species, because we're the only ones that fucking do it, Um, feel better about them. The lack of fucking self-esteem. You don't need to eat animals. You're not you're not a fucking bigger man. Milk ain't doing your fucking body good. Uh, in fact, it's killing you, killing fucking animals, killing the fucking Fucking get
2: your hands off them.
1: Destroy the dairy industry.
2: Yes. And just so you know, they die milk white.
0: It's the wizard's birthday. You should be destroying it. That's all she wants. Yes.
1: What have you done today to destroy the dairy industry? You should just ask yourself that every day. <laughs> would the wizard be proud of you? What would the wizard do in your situation?
2: All right. So fuck Derry. Let's get into social media.
0: All right. So yeah, if you want to follow us on social media, we're on Twitter and Instagram, and we're at all my carnists. And I'm I farm carnist just on Twitter. What,
1: and I am at band Tofu Wiz on Twitter and Rachel the Tofu Wizard. What about your Instagram. Instagram, KTS? I I deleted there's it on Instagram.
0: No, there's so no more. All punks go to hell. There's no more all punks to go to hell. Well, it's just deactivated, so I could bring it back at any time, but I never use it. I I'm going to miss you now Instagram. on Instagram. Or you don't fucking interact with me on Instagram. I'm going to have a very public Instagram
2: breakdown over you not being there anymore. Okay, well I'll just watch it from the all my comments <laughs> right. Instagram. You can find me at the Vegan Grind on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, what happened to your MySpace? My, MySpace? my MySpace was never the vegan grind. My MySpace was driving on E 185 KMH, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Doesn't get any more Canadian than that. Well, because my pants name was driving on E, but there was another band called driving on E, so we were fighting over who gets what MySpace.
0: Thank you for listening. As always, we'll be back next week with another topic we're not going to tell you about yet. And don't forget, as always, have your kindness And wish it was a wizard happy birthday. And destroy the dairy birthday. industry.
1: Kill it with fire. For her birthday.
0: Oh, no, 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 no fire. <laughs> My no fire. We'll use
3: water. Okay? <laughs> oh we'll use wait,
2: water. What if we don't use fire or water? What if we use earth?
0: You say like, they weren't bad people, but they're, like, definitely – like, I think they're young and still believe in the system. And they were, can, like – Can you vote for the Rizzo? I could. I could
1: uh, But, like, their point was, like, they kept
0: referencing uh, uh, the guy who got shot –